0: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent up to 45 off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
1: when this happened you talk about it on the fan
0: a perfect game for david cone the third time
2: works like a charm it is the third perfect game in yankee stadium history Don Larson in 56, David Wells in 98, David Cohn in 99, 27 up, 27 down. David Cohn has attained baseball immortality.
3: When New
1: York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
2: Right back at it on the fan inside the 1 o'clock hour. This is the last hour I have this early Friday morning. It's a football Friday, but I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming of Juan Soto in left field, Jason Dominguez in center field, and Aaron Judge in right field, and a packed house in October. Like, imagine if the Yankees were in the World Series this weekend with the weather that we have up here. Like, you know, we're just not that fortunate. In New York, we're just, you know. <laughs> we would be outside. Like we would be like the the tailgate, the pregame, the uh, stands, Billy's, the dugout, all of that would be all day into the night. And uh man, could you imagine, you know, Friday night in the Bronx, game one? Anywho. Reading that article from Andy Martino and reading the tea leaves and Yankees Twitter and all the other nonsense. Like I said, believe what you want to believe. You know, the Yankees have had one preliminary conversation with the Padres. The most pie-in-the-sky star-studded trade ideas are too complex to actually happen. Well, uh, asked by San Diego reporters earlier this month about Soto's future Padres, general manager A.J. Preller said that His first path would be to extend Soto. Asked about trading him, Preller said, we've never been a group that says no to anything. I wouldn't read into that. That's just kind of the way we operate. And then I saw the good folks at Bleacher Report walk-off put up a little graphic that said, a Juan Soto prediction that isn't the Yankees. The Astros get Juan Soto. And uh, when you think about it, you know the Astros are going to go for it, right? The Astros won the World Series last year, and then they went to go get Jose Abreu. And now that they've come up short of the World Series, they'll think about how they can improve, and why wouldn't they try and get a Juan Soto? I would hate for that to happen. But, you know, the Yankees will sit on their hands, and something like that will go down, and they'll say, oh, well, you know, we blah, 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 blah. Uh, we have we have Oswaldo Cabrera. 877 <laughs> 877- 3-3-7-66-66. 60, 6, it's a football Friday, and we got Dallas Cowboy fans on the line. Tyson in East Islip, what's up, Tyson? You're on the fan.
4: What's going on, Keith? Can I ask you a question and then make a comment? Yes, you can. All right. So I'm 37. How did you become a Cowboy fan?
2: The Super Bowl. Super Bowl is powerful. I was just, uh, you know, I feel like I tell the story every week. Uh, I was just seeing Lil Wayne on Jimmy Fallon talk about how. He became a Packers fan in New Orleans because the Packers won the Super Bowl in New Orleans. For me, it was the Dallas Cowboys beating the fraudulent Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, and uh, they scored fifty-two points. And uh, what was it, Leon Lett If uh, Don <laughs> yeah. Beebe and Leon Lett, Don you Beebe. know, it would have been it would have been more. And that was the first Super Bowl 100%. I remember watching. And uh, after that, I was like, I want to be a Dallas fan. And then they won two more Super Bowls, I believe, and. I just stayed down and stayed loyal. And nobody, nobody was there to tell me, hey, you got to root for the Giants or the Jets. And uh, I'm still a Cowboys fan. I never will change. I'm not going to make my son a Dallas fan, but that's my plight. That's my struggle. And I'm going to stay down <laughs> till I come up. Maybe one day when Jerry Jones disappears into the background and uh, doesn't call all the shots, maybe they'll get right and win a Super Bowl and I'll have my day to celebrate. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan because of the very early 90s when I first started having memories and thoughts and things.
4: I, I got you. I'm exactly the s- same way. Um, so, my question is with general managers in the NFL, most of them have a shelf life. If something goes wrong, they'll sell out. If they get fired, it's the next general manager's problem to deal with the salary cap problems that they do. It was like, the- so my Jerry doesn't ever do that because he doesn't have to worry about being fired. Yeah, He doesn't have to sell out due to the fact that he doesn't have to worry about being fired. Him
2: and Stephen Jones make all the moves, all the rules, right? Uh, the fact that he got on on the microphone in front of cameras and said, I can trade for Trey Lance, I can make that move, and I don't have to run it through anybody. Okay, so you could just throw away a fourth-round pick next year and get Trey Lance in here for no reason? That's not a move that helps your team this season. That's not a new that that potentially is a move that never helps your team. But you just do it because do you you're think, the GM.
4: Do you think his mortality comes into play though? He's only got so many years left. Like he wants to win one more. Why wouldn't yeah, he, he sell he out just, this he year just, and try to go all in?
2: <laughs> ego. Ego is uh ego is an issue. Uh he's eighty one. He just turned eighty one this month. And right. um, so why
5: not sell out and then let like let Steven figure it out? Because when he Tyson, can.
2: you're 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 thinking with logic. You're thinking
6: okay. <laughs> um
2: practically. Jerry Jones right, doesn't think like that. Jerry Jones is the star on the helmet. The star on the helmet represents him in his mind. Got it. You're the best. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Well, I well, I do just about anything to win a, another Super Bowl except actually hire football people to run my football operations. You know, I, I went to University of Arkansas back in uh, 1943. I know a little bit of football myself. I can run the show. Lewis is out in Brooklyn on the fan. What up, Lewis?
7: <laughs> well, um, let me ask you something, Keith. If uh, that goes down, does Cooper Rush come in? or? Yeah,
2: K-Rance? right away. <laughs> right away. <laughs>
7: No, does Trey
2: Lance take over? No, no, Trey Lance, is, Trey Lance has been inactive. Trey, We don't even know if Trey Lance can play quarterback in the NFL. Zach Wilson actually might be better than Trey Lance.
7: <laughs> okay, I just wanted to, you know. But I think going into the Rams after a week off, the Cowboys have to show that they're consistent. They can't win and then lose, win and then lose. That's what's happening this season. They win big, then they lose big. They have to come in now. They're favored, I think, by six points. I mean, I don't think the Rams are the Super Bowl team Rams that they were, but they have a good team. Cowboys have to, you know, find a way to win.
2: They're at win? home. They're, they're coming off a bye where they should be healthy. The Rams are coming off a loss to the Steelers. There's no excuse for the Dallas Cowboys to lose this game. Um, there's no excuse How about for them to
7: injuries? lose Are they back now, the people that were injured? Are they healthy now?
2: I mean, Trayvon Diggs isn't back, but Deron Bland has been pretty good. Uh, Vander Esch is out. Uh, Godwin is out. Uh, there's a couple guys that are just out for the probably, you know, next couple weeks and season. Uh, if I check the, the injury report, you know, with this fan, uh, job of mine being on the radio, I check the injury report for the Giants and the Jets more than I check the Dallas Cowboys. Um,
7: Oh, so Diggs Diggs is out. Well, Diggs is out
2: for the year. He actually just had his ACL surgery. They waited for the swelling to go down. That just happened this past week. Uh, Another stupid Jerry Jones thing is, oh, yeah, we're good. We're good as is. We're not making any moves at the trade deadline. We got all we need. No, you don't. I hope that's a bluff, right? I hope hope that's just something that he's saying to, um, you know, throw off the scent of him potentially trading for Derrick Henry. Like if you traded for trade lands when nobody told you to, make some trades to show up this team right now. Tony Pollard can't do it alone in that backfield. And now you need another but they linebacker. Have, They're signing linebackers off the street.
7: But go back to the running backs. Don't they have some good running backs like Deuce Vaughn or
2: He's small. I mean, he, he, like he he's a gadget guy. He's a he's a gimmick running back. Oh, he what got about a, that
7: fullback they have that was good in preseason?
2: Uh, I'm blanking on his, his name. name. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, but, like, he's not going to be effective. It's 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 uh, Tony Pollard. It's Rico Dowdle.
7: Yeah. I, I mean, they do have to establish a running game. But, um, Hunter Lipke. The defense is fine. The defense is fine. Right? But,
2: uh, like, the Cowboys are going to just be mid and be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll get to the playoffs again, maybe be a first-round exit, depending on who they draw. Uh, but this stretch coming up, they need to absolutely absolutely beat the Rams because they need to win the division this year. And this stretch coming up, they have the Eagles on November 5th. They have the Giants on November 12th. The Panthers, they'll beat. But then they have the Commanders. Like, they have, um, after this Rams game, three I out of the next four the are NFC East games.
7: I'm not worried about the Commanders. I'm not worried about the Giants. But let me ask you. Go to the wide receivers. They got CeeDee Lamb's doing great. Michael Gallup
2: is good. Mm-mm. Michael
7: Gallup and isn't good.
2: Ceedee Lamb just had one good game because they they pretty much had to force it to him after the Niners exposed them and him and Dak had a powwow about what's going on and Dak like Dak went back to last year like okay I have a number number one receiver I'm gonna target him and Ceedee turned up but uh, it's week to week in the NFL let's see what um, you know Raheem Morris and the Rams do to scheme against Dak and Ceedee and Tony Pollard um. I don't know. I'm not that confident Michael. in them. I think, well, I think they can wide win, but I just think
7: they picked up. Say that again? That veteran. Um, what is his name? Um, Brooks. Who's that other wide receiver that did very well? Besides oh, Michael Brandon Gallup. Cooks. Yeah, he's doing good. Well, he scored a touchdown.
2: He scored his first touchdown of the season, and they're actually using him. He's supposed to be stretching the field, so uh, they got to use him for what he's known for, uh, throwing the, the deep ball to him. And uh, I don't know. I just think this offense with Mike McCarthy is mid. I don't think Mike McCarthy is that great of a play play caller. I just
7: no. I, just I don't think like that, him uh, as a play caller.
2: Yeah, I, I, you know the, the whole thing was you got to see what Mike McCarthy can do as a play caller. Do we? No. Do we? When they set that we're seeing, down it, in like, the
7: red zone. They're way down in the red zone. They uh, yeah, everybody is this show for
2: some reason. All the offenses just uh, sputter out when they get inside the twenty.
7: One good thing, the kicker is good.
2: Yes. Brandon Aubrey Graham. He is better than I thought. I was worried about him. A rookie kicker. This kid went to Notre Dame and played soccer. He was in the MLS. Supposedly him and his wife were watching football on a Sunday, and she said, you could do that. You could kick field goals. And he started practicing for a couple years. He played in the USFL, and now he's a Cowboys kicker. Yeah, he, he's pretty solid. He doesn't miss. He's better than Brett Maher, who I was talking about. Brett Maher was on the Rams. The Rams cut him after the Cowboys cut him last year. Um, he had a terrible game against... The Bucks, but yeah, uh, how about them Cowboys? I just think they're mid. Like, uh, they're my team. I'm I'm never gonna rep another team. I'm always gonna be a Dallas fan, but I'm not a delusional Dallas fan. I'm not one of those. Hold up, we them boys. I'm I'm am I'm, I'm a how about them? <laughs> but like, uh, it's twofold because when they suck, I say how about them?
7: Okay, Keith, enjoy your show. Really enjoy it. Great speaking to you. You tonight. too.
2: Enjoy the game, Louis. They, they should beat the Rams. They should be able to beat Matt Stafford and Puka Nakua. They should be able to beat Cooper Cup and whoever is running the ball, uh, Daryl Henderson, Royce Freeman. Somebody better block number 99. Uh, 877-337-6666. We're supposed to be talking about the Jets and the Giants, but my bad. Hey, <laughs> these Cowboys fans call. I'm going to take those calls. Dan's in Woodbridge on the fan. What's up, Dan?
4: Hey, Keith, how's it going, man? I appreciate you taking my call.
2: It's going well. Thanks for making the call.
4: Yeah, first time. Ding, 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 uh, ding. Hey, we're
2: we, we reaching them.
4: Yeah. Listen, I think these offenses are going to surprise you with some numbers on Sunday. I think short field both ways because of punts, turnovers. I rod with his feet. I think he's going to hurt this Jets today, man.
2: I, I I can't co-sign that. The the Jets defense they, they've embarrassed all the quarterbacks they've faced, remember? Um, <laughs> Tyrod Taylor might have a long day.
6: Yeah,
4: I mean, listen, I'm a diehard Jets fan. I'm just saying, I watched, you know, what Russ could do in the Broncos game, and even he, first half, running all over. So we'll see.
8: Yeah, I mean, Tyrod, uh,
4: but anyway. Tyrod is elusive,
2: but I don't think he's going to actually be able to hurt him with his legs. Tyrod's strength is that he's experienced, and he knows what he's seeing in front of him as far as the defense, and he distributes the pill. That's the number one skill you got to have as a quarterback: get everybody that pill. Boop, 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 boop. Complete passes, spread the wealth, and get the ball out of your hand quickly and move the chains.
4: Hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Anyway, but quick question about Garrett Wilson. You know, we all we all know the talent that he has and his ability to just make game changing plays, and you know he's putting up great production. And yet, I still kind of feel like the Jets are underutilizing him. I was watching uh, a couple couple weeks back, Rams Eagles Super Cup, Cooper Nakua just running, you know, slams crossing routes. They're wreaking havoc in the middle of the field. If it's like a third and five or a third and seven, I just feel like the Jets should open up the middle of the field for Garrett to go and make plays. I just, I, I'm not sure why they're not trusting him more.
2: Because Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Um, just because of the quarterback. If Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Garrett Wilson was like a top. Fantasy wide receiver in in fantasy drafts this year because we were expecting Aaron Rodgers and him to be you know clicking and and being able to do things like quick slants and um it's 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 a it's a Zach Wilson thing. I'm not trying to throw Zach under the bus, but Garrett Wilson shrinks as a weapon. He is not the same number one wide receiver when you don't have a quarterback that can get it to him. Like remember watching Hard Knocks and Aaron Rodgers was talking about Garrett Wilson is so fast that he has to speed up. That like, yeah. you know, like so, he's too fast for Zach Wilson for sure.
4: <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. I, I, I'm just thinking about that touchdown Rodgers threw Wilson in that preseason game against the Giants, and that. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a great throw. It was just sort of in his area. It was a read. It. it was I, just I, a.
2: It was I see something. I see a spot to put the ball. Um, and that type of stuff would be happening. That is advanced level quarterbacking. Zach is not there yet. Uh, When you see Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, that is about the highest level of quarterback receiver being on the same page in the NFL.
4: I just just refuse to believe that Zach can at least put the ball in an area for Garrett to make a play. It doesn't have to be a perfect throw. Just let Garrett make, make the play, not make Zach make the play.
2: I don't know. We gotta see if he could do it. I don't think he's doing it this week. I don't think that's gonna that's gonna be the way this week. The either they gotta call that play for him or he's gotta check to the play. You know, even in that Bills game when he threw the touchdown to Garrett Wilson, that wasn't a good throw at all. He checked to that play. That that ball was, you know, that was all Garrett Wilson. And that was in a short field. Uh to do that in, in midfield or your own territory. No, it's just yeah. it's it's Zach Wilson's development. He's not there yet to be able to walk to the line of scrimmage and notice who's covering Garrett Wilson and uh, just give either a look or a hand signal or a verbal audible and have, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson run a route where he's breaking and as soon as he's breaking, that ball is on him. That just, it takes a lot of reps. It takes a lot of experience. It takes a lot of timing or uh, you're throwing interceptions. Fair
4: enough. Yeah, man, I'm just, I'm really hoping we're just not wasting these years with this. Special talent. No, you are. You
2: are. That's the unfortunate part. Thanks for the call, Dan. I've said it, and, you know, I'm not bagging on Zach Wilson anymore because we've seen progress, but I had a whole thing the first night Aaron Rodgers went down. I'm like, every second they wait to sign a veteran quarterback, they're wasting these guys' time. I can't believe they're going to waste another season of these guys' careers on Zach Wilson. Yeah, he's been better, and you're kind of stuck with him now. You defaulted into that. In this league, you need two quarterbacks. And you decided, we're going to have a 39-going-on 40-year-old quarterback, and we're going to stick with this guy that couldn't get it together last year and hope that the 39-year-old goat sprinkles some goat pixie dust on him and he's better than he was last year in Nathaniel Hackett's system. Now, he has been better, but it's not that good. It's, It's barely satisfactory. We're about to see Sunday what it looks like against Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Kayvon Thibodeau, Banks out there, um, Bobby O'Karake, Micah McFadden. Like they're like the Giants defense has come along, and this is their home game. This is a rivalry game against a quarterback that they are not afraid of. They they damn sure weren't afraid, afraid of Sam Howe. Um it's going to be interesting. I think it's 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 very close. I think it's very even. Let's go to Gene and Far Rockaway on the fan. What's up, Gene? Hey, Keith. How you doing, man?
8: I'm good. Thanks for calling. Uh, okay. All right, let me ask you one good question. Yo, um, you think the Jets going to score more than five points on on Sunday?
2: <laughs> I do. Yes. Yeah, I think the <laughs> okay, Jets defense. Well, that, okay. I think the Jets defense might score more than five points.
8: <laughs> so. Now, the Giants, they average five
5: points
2: at home.
8: Am I right? The Giants averaged five they, points at home. They averaged five points a <laughs> game if, at home.
2: They had zero so you, against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, <laughs> they had 14 last week. Uh, just doing the quick math, if you go back to the Seahawks game, they had three.
8: <laughs> I and I don't think this. I, I don't think if the, if they offense is sick I don't think that the the Jets defense is the one that you're going to get well on. Well, well, I really expect the Jets to route them really. I I I predict a score like 23 to 3. Wow. 23-6 for real. Well, well the Giants
2: <laughs> the Giants offense has evolved. Daniel Jones was the quarterback when they had zero against the Giants. 3 against the Seahawks. Their offensive line Okay, they had
8: four... with Tyrod Taylor, there, they had 14 points. And how much they scored against Buffalo? Uh, Even though they, they defense played well against Buffalo. They had much, nine, many, and they, sh- they should have had more. Um, I think okay, they're... Okay, well, well, the Jets... Well, you will look at that. Well, the Jets should have had more uh, against Kansas City. Uh, that's the game that really gets next to me, Keith. I'm yeah, a season yeah. ticket holder of the Jets. Yeah, that is a game. I am still mad about that game. Right then and there, left left a lot to be I think,
2: desired. I say that about Zach Wilson all the time. The kid lives gives leaves a lot to be desired. And if you're at the game, you see guys running free. You see guys yeah, getting know, open, and it's like I,
8: I, I do. But I just think he's getting better. But the Giants really they don't they can't score. And don't tell me about Terrell Taylor. I remember my, like, like in 2017, I went to a game at MetLife Stadium. Tyrod Teller was the quarterback. The Jets sat him seven times. He was a Buffalo Bill then. I'm not scared of Tyrod Teller. No, you shouldn't <laughs> I be. I think the Jets go eat him up. <laughs> for real. Yeah. It, I, I can't, I wait, to, I can't see, wait to watch. I can't I really, wait to see. Yeah, I expect the route. For real. I don't expect this game to even be close.
2: Yeah, but, I but, say, the, I mean, Je- but the Jets have opinion. to also score. And I think the Jets' defense will, will get in the end zone, either pick up a fumble or a uh, pick six. But the Giants' defense against Zach Wilson, the pressure, the, the amount that they're going to blitz him, the mind games they're going to play with this kid in his third year, first year in a new offense.
8: Okay, their defense got a little bit better, but who's the quarterback for Arizona? Didn't I see him eat, eat, eat him up in the first half, though?
2: Josh Dobbs. Josh- I'm talking
8: Josh yeah, all right. on, man. Yeah, he might be a little bit better than Zach Wilson, but I don't know. I I, I really see the I really see the Jets really routing them. Okay, okay.
2: Gene from okay. Far Rockaway and, says that this could be a route.
8: What what score did you put on it? Twenty four three Jets. Yeah, its was about twenty three six, something like that. Okay. And and, and one quick um, Yankee thing. I'm a Jets Nick Yankee y- Yankee fan. The Yankees is my least worry. I don't seen them win. Now, I'm going to go crazy if I ever see the Knicks and the Jets win. Now, don't get <laughs> me wrong. I like to see the Yankees win. Like, the year before last, I went to, like, 24 games there. But, like, when the Yankees lose, i would be like, all right, but whatever. I'll be hurt when the Jets and the Knicks lose.
2: <laughs> but there's so many more losses on those sides. When the Yankees lose, we're, I feel like... Our expectations for the Yankees are so high. Our expectations for the Knicks, the Jets, like not, not the same at all. And the Yankees yeah, have know, given us I, I, twenty-seven talking, World I'm Series about
8: championships. i Like I never seen the Knicks win. Like in 1994, I know you probably don't remember. 1994, Elizondo put tears in my eyes. I knew they had no chance in '99, but it was, Jordan, it was, Jordan really was out of the way.
2: But the Rockets, the Rockets got it done. <laughs>
8: yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So the Yankees, don't get me wrong. I get mad. I curse at the TV and stuff, too. But, but ultimately,
2: you know, the Yankees can snap their fingers, make a couple moves, and be right back.
8: Yeah, but I've seen them win. My thing right. is, that's why it really hurt me when Aaron Rodgers went down on that game game yeah, on one. I really just tore my soul apart. Yeah, and now that
2: you're <laughs> seeing that they're 3-3 three and three without him, imagine what they would be with him.
8: Yeah, but they should really be 4-2 because they got cheated against Kansas City. I should have beat the Patriots?
2: And, and it was definitely a bogus game against the Chiefs. Uh, the the NFL, they couldn't let Taylor Swift take an L. They already changed the bio on their uh, Instagram and Twitter page to the Chiefs are 2-0 and as Swifties.
8: I know. And one more thing, too. The fishnaker, like you said, is horrible. Because last night, now you get a thing with, with Jalen Brussels. Oh, we missed the call. Yeah, oh, that's like, the Knicks are game. Like,
2: come on. Come on. Don't even <laughs> come out. And I don't care about the two-minute
8: report. A- don't come out and tell me that after the fact. <laughs> Yeah, they need to have a ref or something at the table that can correct them, like another ref that sit there when they can actually see obvious calls like that that could correct it. Something need to be done because people are losing too much money on these games now with the DraftKings and the FanDuel that have your money messed up by the refs. Yeah,
2: but it's <laughs> it's because they're trying to stop the flopping. I don't, we we saw it in Brooklyn. Darius Garland got got a tech for. Uh, coming off a screen and they said he flopped he's just small and and maybe he he embellished a little bit but I don't know they're you know they're trying to figure it out it's only one game hopefully they get it right but that sucks when you saw I saw that play and then I saw today they came out and said oh well how do you miss that his foot that's the whole play he didn't give him space to 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 land his foot hit his foot that's why he fell back like that
8: Ain't that the emphasis on that? Because ain't they was looking at the foot to make sure there won't be a flagrant foul where you everybody where can see it, man. The All foot. the
2: people, the people, but... the people sitting in the top of the garden can see that.
8: Yeah, man. I don't know, man. But I hope you enjoy yourself. Thanks for my call, third time on the fan, first time speaking to you. Yes, but sir. I'm still with you, though. Let's go, Yankees.
2: Appreciate the call, Gene. <laughs>
6: Gene
2: says that the the Jets are going to route the Giants. I don't have that much confidence in Zach Wilson. That would mean Zach Wilson would have to put some drives together on the Giants defense. I think it's gonna be a long day for him. I have some confidence in Brees Hall. If you call me up as a Jets fan and say, Oh, they're gonna be blitzing and we're gonna throw some screens to Brees or, you know, we're gonna run the ball with with Brees and set up some play action, or I don't know. Convince me. Call me up and tell me how the Jets offense is going to score over 20 points to beat the Giants. I mean, the the Giants scored 14. They went from 9 to 14. Next thing you know, they're they're scoring 20 at home. To defend Giants Stadium is personal. 877-337-6666. I probably have 25 minutes left. If you're on hold, stay on hold. If you'd like to join the show, dial in right now. Uh, time's burning on me. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back.
6: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
6: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan.
4: A
0: high pop
4: up. He's going to do it. And shortstop, Jeter. Jeter on the outfield grass makes the catch. The Yankees win. The Yankees win. And Doc Gooden pitches
2: a no hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free
3: Odyssey app.
2: next 20 minutes or so will uh, escape me quickly, so let's get to it. 877-337-6666. The Lakers won. The Lakers beat the Suns. Nobody cares. Let's go to Kathy in Bayville. Welcome back, Kathy.
6: Hey, Keith. Thank you for taking my call. I just had two questions today or tonight. Um, What is your opinion on who is going to win the game this Sunday? If you can... Comment on that and why.
2: I I think ultimately the Jets are going, going to win the game because they have more talent. I just think that uh ultimately when you stack up position versus position, they're gonna win. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think the, the Giants are gonna challenge, but I also believe that this game means more to the Jets and where they're trying to go. Um a loss here, it, it would really hurt the Jets chances. The Jets are coming off a bye, they're rested. They're prepared. Um, I, 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 think the Jets. It's their game to go win, and I think that they can win it close.
6: Okay, my second. Thank you so much. My second question is: Little Jackson is his fir- it's his first Halloween. Are you getting him dressed up? And what is he going to be if you do?
2: Um. So, um, my wife got him a duck costume. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I haven't dressed up for Halloween in years. And she wanted to do, like, a family thing, and uh-huh. I've just been, like, working. And uh, we, we're on complete different schedules since I work at night, and we haven't really got to plan it. But I know he has one duck costume, and I was like, if I get him a costume, I want it to be, like, Iron Man or Batman or Spider-Man or something. I know. Um, I said if uh, if we did a, a family costume, um, I would have him be Drake and I would be Lil Wayne.
6: Nice. I just thank you so much. I just wanted to uh, wish you the best and a safe trip home then. Thank you for taking my call, and all the best to you and your family.
2: Thank you, Kathy. Appreciate you being so pleasant on the fan. 877-337-6666. By now, if you're calling up, you're probably going to rock with C-Mac. Uh, i got to keep it rolling, though, to get to the rest of my calls. Let's go to Solomon and Tom's River.
3: What's going on, Keith?
2: You know. Doing the job, passing the time, talking to talk. Dallas Cowboys,
3: Dallas Cowboys. First of all, you got you gotta dress up your kid, you know, at the Marcus Wear or something like that. Maybe a Micah.
2: No. I, my mom, the first week of the season, my mom is like, Where's Jackson's Cowboys gear? I'm like, I'm not putting any Cowboys gear on him. I just I'm it, not forcing it, it, it on him. Nobody forced <laughs> it on it me. And it. the Cowboys have brought me brought me a lot of pain, a lot of misery, a lot of disappointment. And I just I want him to I want him to have a blank canvas. I want him to pick his own team. I don't want him to to be, honestly, don't want him to be like me at all, unless he wants to be.
3: (laughs) Definitely. I remember my my first game watching was Quincy Carter at quarterback. What was that, 99, 2000? Quincy Carter uh, from
2: the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, he never really became much. He never really materialized. We were excited about him, but it just didn't really click.
3: My my thought is as follows: the inconsistency of the Cowboys. I'm wondering, I'm wondering like this. When I watch the offense of the Cowboys, I, I'm on edge. I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, how's this this drive going to go? Are they going to end up, you know, walloping the other team like they do many times, or who knows which direction it's going to go? On the other hand, watching Tom Brady, you know, with the Patriots, or even you know, even the Bills, or or. Drew Brees over the years, it just seems like it's money. They're going to score every time. I'm, I'm thinking, is the the other fans of the other teams, do they think the same about their team? Are they on? Is everybody on edge, thinking like, well, yeah. oh, we're also inconsistent? You know what I mean? Like, it...
2: yeah, a lot of these offenses have been inconsistent. I mean, right here, we're watching two backup quarterbacks. The thing is, this combination of Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. It's like either Dak doesn't have it, or Mike McCarthy doesn't have it, or they do have it and, and they're rolling or clicking, or they're just cold. Um, they they need luck all the time, right? They need Dak to spin out of a tackle and hit Tony Pollard as the checkdown, and Tony Pollard breaks a sixty yarder. Or um, it's just rarely clean. It's rarely right, like right, oh, it doesn't look like room. a well oiled machine enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah on,
3: the, on the defense side, I'll I'll I'll, I'll be much more reliant you know it's a well-oiled machine yeah. i'll feel that over there you know Diggs is out but but still you feel more confident ron bland has been great of-
2: He's stepped in and and i don't think he's missed a beat oh my god michael parsons and i mean they have some injuries on defense but dan quinn has that defense prepared and ready to go they they do a good job
3: is what it is okay appreciate you taking the call pleasure listening to you
2: thanks for the call uh you know that niners game was a real reality check and wake-up call they could have let the Niners beat them twice, and they ran into the fraudulent Chargers. Now they got to go beat the Rams. Uh, the Cowboys have the potential to be one of the top teams in the NFC, in the NFL, but it has to be consistent, and I don't know. I just don't believe. I, I believe it when I see it, just like Juan Soto. When when Juan Soto is announced, when, when Jeff Passan breaks the news, I believe it. But right now, I do not believe John Heyman. John Heyman is the same guy that told you arson judge, is headed to the San Francisco Giants. Andy Martino. Andy Martino. I don't even have to say anything else after that. Peter's in Waterbury. What's up, Peter? You're on the fan.
1: Hey, good morning, Keith. And uh, today's the only second time I called you. Today's my 74th birthday. Happy birthday.
2: God Thank bless you. you, 74.
1: Yep. And uh, in uh, 1970... When uh, Willis Reed limped onto to the court, I was there selling beer in a green section. Oh, wow. Beer here. <laughs> I'm a Knicks fan. That was way before
2: cell phones, so you don't have any pictures to prove it.
1: <laughs> no, you, got, you got that right, but I was there. But anyhow, I'm also a big Yankee fan, and I'm shocked, shocked, that you're going to support the Razorbacks over Texas when they destroyed us in two thousand and one, and we got Montgomery. Got a roof for Montgomery.
2: Yeah, I'm. I, I don't know if I if I said that. Um, I think I said that as a joke. You know, to um, Lorraine Parker who had said something about the Rangers on Twitter. I honestly I want the Texas Rangers to win for the you know former Yankees Montgomery, Nady Valdi, even Errolds Chapman over there, Ezekiel Duran. Uh, I want the Rangers to win because they've done it right. They've gone for it at the deadline. They've gone for it in the winter meetings. And uh, Dr. Bill, my chiropractor, will call in to the fan and say, Keith told me that the Texas Rangers were going to win it and they were going to be the team back in August. So uh, I think I'm technically rooting for the Rangers. I I think I also might have said that it would be hilarious for the Diamondbacks to win it in uh, this Manfred League baseball, right? Uh, pitch clock and bigger bases and banning the shift and adding an extra team to the postseason and a bye week to the postseason. Well, here's your 84-win World Series champs. But I, I think I, I'm i rooting for the Rangers to get it done. I, I like what they've done. They have a brand-new ballpark. Um, you know, a lot of people looked at Chris Young as a former player-turned-GM, and they're like, oh, this guy's not going to be able to figure it out. No, and, and you're right. I was, I was saying this whole postseason that the Yankees were the butt of every joke. And I was rooting against all the teams that beat the Yankees in the World Series. I was rooting for the Marlins to get eliminated. I was rooting for the uh, the Diamondbacks to get eliminated. Like, you know, here they are. Um, I don't, I don't want to really see them win it. They'll be back. They'll be around. They're young. But, like, I think the Texas Rangers, with the money they spent, I think they have the ninth highest payroll. With the trades they made, going to get Scherzer, going to get Montgomery, um, signing DeGrom, signing Nate Evaldi, signing Andrew Heaney, like, I'd like to see Bruce Bochy win it. So I'm I'm rocking. If that's official on wax, Peter, I am rocking with the Texas Rangers. I mean, the Yankees beat the Rangers this year in Yankee Stadium, and they beat the Diamondbacks in
1: Yankee Stadium. Yep. So uh, they want on the same page now because earlier this evening, or when you first came on, you said you liked the uh, – uh, Diamondbacks no,
2: no, no. if I'm betting I'm betting Rangers and if I'm
1: rooting I'm I'm rooting for, for the Rangers uh, yeah, we're going to you know, make some money hopefully we make a, a whole uh, bunch of money and yeah, uh, to you'll to be able to go with their I'll have to season take a, look. To take a look
2: but happy birthday 74 on the way to 75 uh, God bless I, I hope to get there one day
1: uh, I hope you get there too and I hope you're on the phone for at least another 30-40 uh, years could you imagine that be on the
2: fan for another 30, 40 years. I, I I, don't know what I'd be like as an older version of myself. <laughs> might not be good. Might not be. Might not.
1: Some people are listening right now. You're not even good now. <laughs> no, you're mellowing out. You're mellowing, mellowing out.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for the call, and happy birthday again, Peter. I mean, the schmooze is 74, just turned 75, I believe. I can't imagine. That's 40. I got 40 years to go. I got 40 years to go. I'm a man. I'm 40. Phillip's in Jamaica, Queens. What's up, Philip? You're on the fan.
5: Uh, hello. Always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm actually, uh, personally, I'm very nervous about Wednesday because I'm going for reconstructive nose surgery. My nostril. What happened? I'm nervous. You... It, it was from a past surgery, they said. The uh, the last surgeon um, um, was working with my cartilage, and he weakened the cartilage, so it fell right where, and it collapsed my nostril. So he has to fix the nostril. I don't want to blame the, sur- the surgeon before him, but, you know, I need to fix the nostril. <laughs> well,
2: you'll, you'll, so, you'll make it do. I just said a little prayer for you, Philip. You'll be all right
5: but uh, well, I'm fine I have a really good doctor he's a wonderful doctor so I'm sure I'll be fine and, and I'm not playing and if you're Miami not State.
2: sue them and get the bag <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: but I want to uh, I want to talk about the jets first of all I do think the jets are gonna win um I think they'll score one touchdown but their defense is going to score another touchdown I think it'll be like 20 to 17 um jets But my my point is with Daniel Jones. I don't understand why why fans are so hard on Daniel Jones. Every year, this
2: guy has gone through just so much abuse from the time that they said, number six overall, Daniel Jones from Duke University. Like, this guy has had it so rough. And this is a guy that just, he doesn't even smile. Like, this guy is, I don't know. I feel bad for the guy. I really do. He works hard. He he's not a distraction. He's never a problem off the field. He's literally hurt right now, and people are kicking him while he's down.
5: I know. That, that um, the thing is, it's his offensive line. That's why he got hurt. Right. You should sue and for Don's support. He
2: didn't. He didn't yeah. play behind this offensive line as currently constructed. He also played without Saquon Barkley. Like uh, people, people like yeah. to pick and choose things and. He's just the easy scapegoat, and they just want to blame him because he got the big contract. And, oh, see, he told you. Like, I don't know. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's polished. He's got good mechanics. He just hasn't had the right coaching or talent around him.
5: Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, he should sue for non-support. If you're you're playing, you know, like, if you're counting Mississippi, he doesn't even have, like, one Mississippi. Don't be uh, sacked right away. it's It's hard
2: to play quarterback by yourself.
5: Yeah, exactly. So I think the Giants should focus on the offensive line. If the offensive line is better for the Giants, I think the Giants would be in much better position. So uh, um, so you can't blame Jones. And I don't blame Jones for waiting until his injury is better because he has to make his health the most important thing. He can't be um, uh, play chances with his health And and let's go
2: Tyrod, right? Sure. Tyrod is a serviceable backup, one of the better backups in the league. Uh, I think that you can root for Tyrod without tearing down Daniel Jones. I think you can root for the the Giants quarterback number two without saying anything about Daniel Jones. And when Daniel Jones is ready to go and they feel like he's going to give them a better chance to win, they'll put him back in. But I think there are a lot of people building up Tyrod Taylor for more than he actually is. Just so that they can tear down Daniel Jones, Philip. Thank you for the call, and good luck with the surgery. Um, I don't know; it's just the duality of things. And some guys, people love; some guys, people hate. Like, I feel like Zach Wilson is getting more love all of a sudden, right? And, and not, like, think about think about how Giants fans just dumped on this kid last year. How they made fun of this kid, how they hated this kid, they threw this kid's jersey on the field, they made memes of this kid. Now they're three and three. Zach's my guy. He's showing improvement. Zach can lead us to the promised land. Zach can get us to the playoffs. Okay. Like it's just I don't know. This is how it goes. Alex is in Linden, New Jersey. What's up, Alex? You're on the fan.
5: Hey, what's going on, Keith? I uh called to talk about how I think I'm a pessimistic Giants fan and I think you hit the the, uh, nail on the head there. If the Giants blitz all day, I can see Brees Hall getting open. Garrett Wilson underneath the quick hitters. My one savior is that I hope that Dayball reaches out back to the Bills for a little information on the Jets. I really think that's the way the Giants could possibly keep the game close, tape and uh, you know just familiarity where Dayball might know the Jets. Um, Other than that, one more question because I was listening while I was on hold. You had a lot of calls, man, which is awesome. You started talking about Soto on a scale of one to ten. I'll ask and hang up. You know where do you think he lands? Um, any chance to the Yankees on a scale of one to ten? Take care, Keith.
2: Thanks for the call, Alex. I I do think that there is a a game plan with Nathaniel Hackett to get the ball out of Zach Wilson's hand quickly, knowing that there's going to be pressure, and he can do that if he recognizes where pressure is coming from. Throw at pressure. How many times have you heard that? You throw at pressure. Can he? process that information i think he can i think they can keep it simple for him you know you ever hear, keep it simple stupid if if it's if there's too much thinking if there's too much like long developing plays and reads then it's like oh i don't know what to do with the ball sack but if it's like hey they're gonna blitz him a bunch and we also don't know that right we don't know if that's the game plan wink might say hey maybe you know maybe that's what they're thinking maybe we lay off and let this kid beat us drop in the coverage and see if he can Read the coverage. Is it zone? Is it man? Can he find his guy? Can he play quarterback? But I just think that they they see an inferior quarterback, and they're like, we can we can have a field day and pad our stats. But that's it's 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 scheme versus scheme, game plan versus game plan. On a scale of one to ten, uh, do I think Juan Soto becomes a Yankee? I'm I'm at a five right now. I'm in the middle. I believe it when I see it. The chatter to me is just off season chatter trying to. Tic, 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 light the hot stove, and it's easy to throw the Yankees in with the name Juan Soto, just like this week on opening day of the NBA, opening night. I told you it was Knicks for clicks. You take the reigning MVP Joel Joel Embiid, and then you take the New York Knicks, and you add damn near the whole Knicks team in a hypothetical trade for him, and everybody's talking about it. And it's it's not a real thing. It's not going to happen. It's not a real thing. Last call of the night goes to Jordan out in Lawrence, New York. What's up, Jordan? You're on the fan.
5: Yeah, hi. How's it going, um, Keith? Long-time fan, first-time caller. Love ding, to your Ding, voice. ding, ding, ding.
2: Appreciate it.
5: Yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit about my, uh, my Dallas Cowboys. You know, I've been a fan for a lot of years. I'm turning 50 this year. I just wanted to know your thoughts on if this could be the year. You know, every year is just disappointment after disappointment. And especially because this year, actually I had a big tragedy. My grandson broke his leg coming down a truck. And like, I don't know, I'm just hoping that this can be the year, you know?
2: I would say this, and I, and I hope your grandson is okay, and I hope you're doing well. Like, you know, I hope you're handling that well. Yeah, okay. I would say don't look to the Cowboys as a source, because they're, they're just too unpredictable, they're too inconsistent. <laughs> And uh, I don't think this is the year that they win the Super Bowl. Thanks for yeah. the call, Jordan. I, I just don't. I, like, I've like i been watching them for a long time. There's better teams in the NFL. There's better teams in the NFC. We don't even know if they're going to be able to beat the Eagles. Coming up, right after the uh, Rams game, you know, typical Cowboys, they'll lose to the Rams and then they'll stumble into the Eagles game, beat the Eagles. No, handle business at home. Coming out of the bye. Be ready to go, Mike McCarthy, coach him up and get the win. All right, check me out. So I'm gonna go drive home, sleep. Uh I'm on at 6.30 before the Nets game. So check me out a little earlier and then we'll go into the weekend. CMAX coming up next. I'm out of here. Hey.